You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. Well, good morning, everyone. God bless you. Pray you're having a good morning and a great, wonderful day today. You know what? It's just such a beautiful day. We can rejoice in the Savior of our King. Amen. And one of the things that we can know is we just celebrated, you know, Christmas and everybody saying Merry Christmas is that, you know what? It's just not one day out of the year for us. It is every day because we are grateful to God's promise to his word by sending his son Jesus to die for our sins. Amen. And you know what? We could celebrate Christmas every day because we are thankful for God. We're thankful for his son, Jesus. We're thankful for his faithfulness and knowing that, God, you are always so faithful. And so this morning, as we come together, we are going to be praying this morning and seeking the Lord and coming to him. Let us be encouraged today that we can rejoice in the joy of our Savior. We can rejoice knowing that our hope, our peace, our comfort is in our Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's only because of him that we're able to find comfort in our Father today. It's because of what he has done for us and all that he has given us in his Son, Jesus, and his Holy Spirit, whose name is the Comforter. Amen. So praise God. Our God is good. Our God is great. You know what? Thank you, Jesus, for everything you know what? He is just such a good God. Amen. So thank you for that. I will double check that. We are doing the stream a little bit differently this morning, just because service will be different a little bit this morning. Can you hear me now there? If you would like to, I saw a comment on there. The volume may be low. If you'd like to check that right now, let me know if you guys are able to hear me. Praise God. Is able? Is everybody able to hear me this morning? I figured this be a little bit more personal because I could actually see you guys here on the chat today. So I wanted to keep it a little bit more personal, but can everybody hear me today? If so, give me a thumbs up right there on the chat. If you can't hear me, then there's there's an issue going on here. Okay. Amen. So I got a thumbs up from Letty. Amen. So <laughs> praise God. Amen. Well, thank you, Jesus. He is so good. And this morning, we are our service is going to be a little different this morning. Actually, this morning, this will be the message this morning. This is the word. Thank you. I'm seeing all those thumbs come in now. Praise God. And uh, this morning, the service will be a little bit different this morning. Uh, we will be going into the word. We will be seeking the Lord through his word and prayer this morning. But one of the things that we will be doing is that we will be praying this morning. And if you'd like to join us here in prayer, feel free to do so. But how many of us know today that there is many hurting today? There's many sick today. There's many that are in quarantine today or many that have just got out of quarantine and just so many different things going on. And you know what? As we prepare to close the end of the year, I know many are kind of just happy to see a goal. And you know what? 2020 was such a rough year and it was an interesting year. It has been an interesting year, a year like no other that we've ever known. I mean, I'm sure there's been some crazy years, but, you know, we didn't live through them as we are living in this this year today. And uh, you know what? It's just been it's just been uh, definitely challenging in many areas and just to see, you know, so much that is going on and even within our own lives and people around us and with our own selves, you know, it's, it's been very challenging through it, but through it all, we can know that our God is faithful and he will always be faithful and he will remain faithful. So what we're doing this morning is we're going to take some time to pray. We're going to go to the, we're going to look, seek the Lord through his word this morning as he guides us and leads us and speaks to us today through the message. We're going to pray this morning and what I would like us to do is to pray today for those that are hurting, to pray for those specific prayers this morning. If you just like to pray from home, wherever you're at today, if you like to just come on into the church and just sit and pray, you know what? There's there's no set 
order of the prayer, it's just really just about praying for those that need prayer today. Our brothers and sisters, our family members, our loved ones, our neighbors, you know, our country, you know, those around the world today, so many people that are going through so much today, so much loss, so much hurt, so much loneliness, you know, and it's just um, today that's what we're going to be doing. That is the service prayer. And we're going to be seeking the Lord this morning and looking to him. And you know what? And, and I believe that all of us together this morning, as we just take this time to seek God, you know, every time we come together in church, we are seeking God. But many times it's, it's you know, we don't always have the time to go into detail and all that. Well, today is that day that we can take that time. You can take that time and we can go together in prayer and pray for those specific needs this morning. So whoever's upon your heart this morning, let me just encourage you, start to pray. And as the Lord starts to lead you and guide you, allow him to lead you and guide you in that prayer. Don't, don't put a time limit on, on, on God this morning. Amen. Normally we would be in service anyways, and we would be having our full service through worship and our tithes and offerings and the word of God. You know what? Take that time. Allow God to lead you and guide you and direct you as you just, maybe you take some time and read his word. Maybe you take some time as you're praying and someone else comes up and you just continue to keep praying and just talking to God. You don't have to have all the perfect words. Just talk to God. Let us just speak to God today. Let us just have that intimate time with him this morning. Amen. So praise God again. Thank you for joining us this morning. We pray that you and your family are well and, and, and um, we just thank the Lord that he is a good God. Amen. He is a good God. So this morning, we are actually going to open up in the word of God, and we're going to be in Isaiah chapter 55 this morning. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 55, and we are going to read verse 6, but we're actually going to read through the whole chapter this morning. Amen. But we're going to look at Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6. Good morning, everybody. I see you all there this morning. Amen. I see Nancy, Karen, Sister Linda, Amber, see Sister Josie, uh, Brother Gabriel, Sister Julie, Sister Laura. God bless you guys. Good morning, everyone. I see you guys all there. This is why I wanted to do this this morning, a little bit more. I could see you guys through here. And um, also, you know, all of you that are watching that sometimes are not able to get on the chat, but we know you're there. Amen. I could see the little heads over here going up. So, you know, I see how many people are on here. So praise God. I can't see any of your homes or anything like that, guys. So don't worry. <laughs> okay. So I see you there, Sister Cynthia. Good morning. So praise God this morning. Amen. So let's look at Isaiah chapter 55 verse 6, and then we're going to pray, and we're going to look into the Lord to his word this morning. Amen. And I have Letty here with me this morning as well. So good morning, Letty. <laughs> Amen. Well, it says, seek the Lord while he may be found, and call upon him while he is near. I will read that again. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. And the title of this morning's message is, He is Near. But not only is He near, but He is near you. He's near you. He's near me. He's near this world today. So keep that in mind this morning as we go to the Word of God and as we seek the Lord this morning. Be comforted with these words. He is near you. Yes, He is near, but just keep in mind He is near you. So no matter where you're at today, no matter what you're going through, no matter what we're going through today, let us be comforted this morning knowing, God, you are near me this morning. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you this morning. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor, Father God. 
We just thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercies, Father God. We thank you for your love, your joy, your peace, and your comfort, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving us, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for comforting us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your wisdom and your direction in everything, Father God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, that we're able to come to you, Lord, in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, as we come to you this morning, Lord, we recognize, Father God, that, Lord, we fall so short, my God. And this morning, Lord, we ask you for your forgiveness of all of our sins. Father, forgive us of all unrighteousness and uncleanliness. Forgive us, Lord God, of our, of our Father, wickedness, Lord. Forgive us, Lord God, of our sins. Forgive us of our rebelliousness and our obedience, our disobedience, Father. Forgive us, Lord Jesus, of our own understanding. Forgive us, Lord God, of Lord Jesus, of the fear and the doubts and the unbelief, Father God, that, Lord, that overwhelm us at times and many times, Lord. Forgive us of our sins, Lord God. We repent of our ways, Lord God. We repent, Lord Jesus, if we have not allowed your word, Father, to bring about change within our hearts, Lord. Forgive us, Lord God, if in these times we have not turned to you and, and sought you out, Lord God. Father, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, Lord, we have fallen short, and we thank you, Lord, for your mercy this morning. We thank you for your grace to pick us back up again, that we may come to you, Lord God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you this day. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor, Father God. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time, Lord. And, Father, we forgive today as we ourselves have been forgiven, Lord God, for those that we may hold anything against this morning, Lord God. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, with the same forgiveness we ourselves receive, we forgive, Lord Jesus. Father, we don't want any bitterness harboring within our hearts, Lord God. So, Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you as you lead us and guide us and direct us according to your word. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for each and every single one of our brothers and sisters today, for our families, Lord God, for our neighbors in our neighborhood this morning, our communities, Lord. Father God, our country, Lord Jesus. Father, our brothers and sisters all across the world, my God. And for, Lord, for those today that don't even know you today, thank you that today is the day of salvation, my God. Because this is the day that our Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Father God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor, Father. And we just look to you this morning, Lord God, to lead us and guide us by your Holy Spirit, according to your word, Father God, with the comfort of knowing that you are near us, Father God. And in knowing that you are near us, my God, we are here to seek you, Father God. So, Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord, for your word that leads us and guides us and directs us in what to do. We love you, we praise you, we bless you, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So how many of us know that we can? there's times that we feel alone? There's times that we feel that God is so far off and, you know, out there in the galaxies and, you know, in the universe and, we could just feel like God is so far away many times, especially through the situations, through the circumstances, through all that we go through, through all that we see. You know, many today are quarantined and they're by themselves. 
you know, many today just don't know where we're, we're, we want to be with people. But at the same time, we just don't know, you know, and, and it's not that we're scared. It's a reality. There's many realities that we have to take into consideration. Many people that are losing that have lost people. Many people that are just hurting today. And, you know, it's it, we come to that place that, Lord, it just feels like you're so far away. But we're reminded in the scripture today that the Lord is never far away. He's always near. He's always there. And what happens is it's like in a relationship, how you have a relationship with somebody in a marriage, with your kids, with a family member, with a, with a friend. But in any relationship, there's always that point within that relationship where it just feels like that relationship, we're so far away. And many times it's just through circumstance, it's through the busyness of life, it's through having to do this, it's through decisions being made, it's through whatever it may be, or just going through stuff that can make that relationship feel like I'm so far away. We just, we're, you know, we're just not connected right now, or just... It just feels like that person is so distant. And maybe that time that does happen. But many times when we come to find out, it's really not really that person. It's really us. We're far away. And we allow our minds to, to, to put this in our, in our mind that, well, this person this, or maybe they're this, or maybe they're that. But reality is, have you made a phone call? Have you reached out? Have you talked and communicated with this person to see, hey, what's going on? Have you addressed it or have you been too fearful to address the fact that maybe there is something wrong? Maybe there is something going on. And unless we address it, unless we come to that person, unless we talk to that person, then it's just going to continue that, that chasm, that gap. It's just going to continue to get farther and farther and farther out. But the only one that starts to cause it is you and me. And many times we do this with God. We do this with our sin. You know, sin, it separates me and you from God. And we may not think so. We may think, well, God is okay. He's going to forgive me, this and that. But the more and more that we continue to go on, what happens is we create this chasm between us and the Father. Because we're unwilling to acknowledge our sin because God cannot have anything to do with sin. He is holy. So we walk and we live and we feel separated, but it's because of our unconfessed sin. And our lack of repentance and not willing to allow ourselves to acknowledge that sin, repent of it, and Lord Jesus, and help me so I can recognize, Lord God, I don't have to be that far from you. Because even in that sin, God is not far from me and you. We come to find out, Lord, you have always been near me. All I had to do was turn to you. All I had to do is like that day of salvation. I realized and you realize that, Lord, you were never far off from me. You were always there. It was, it was me that was far from you. But when I acknowledged my sin, I came to you and I recognized, Lord God, you have always been near me. And this is an example because all of us know what this is like. We've all been there. We've all felt this. It's the sin that we've all been in and in a place we've all been in where it separated us from God. And we felt so far away, but it was that time of repentance that we reminded God you were always so near. You were always so near. 
And that is a blessing today. That is how we can be so encouraged today to know that, God, you are near. But what happens is, is through the situations, through the circumstances, through all that we go through, we still get here. And it's not always sin, but it's our busyness. It's our trying to figure everything out. It's our trying, our trying to, well, I got to do this. I got to do that because if not, it's all going to fall. And we become distant from God because, well, I don't, now I don't have the time to seek you, Lord. I don't have the time to hear you. I don't have the time to pray. I don't have the time to read. I don't have the time to worship you. I don't have the time to thank you. Because I'm so busy and I have so much to do, Lord God. Or you become sick or we become weary down or we have so many things going on around us. And it seems like, God, you're so far away. But we're here to, this morning to remember that God is never far away. He is still near us today. He's near you. He's near me. He's near everyone in this world today. But in order for us to get there, there's something that me and you need to do. His word tells us so. But how do we continue? How do we convince ourselves? Well, the Bible tells us. We seek him. And as we seek him, we find him. And we realize that he is near. And not only is he near, but we know that he hears us. And in this, he builds up our faith to continue to trust him. Because we know he's near. And we know he's with us. So this morning, let us be encouraged knowing that he is near us and he is with us. Not only that, but he is in control and his word is faithful. But let's look to see what me and you need to do. What is required from us as the children of God, as the servants of God. So let us look here in verse 1 of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1. It says, come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Come and buy without money and without price. How wonderful is that? How many of us love free things? I mean, somebody puts a free sign out there and people are coming. And it's not always even free. It's buy one, get one free. But because of the word free, we're there. Imagine here, he says, come. But how many of us know in order to get what is free, in order to get what you see and say, man, that is a good deal. We have to go. We have to come to that place. And the Lord is telling his people here, come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. He's not just saying to select people. He's saying, no, come, everyone. And that word is to move or to travel toward or into a place thought of as near or familiar to the speaker. I'm going to read that again. When he's saying come, the definition for that is to move or travel toward or into a place 
thought of as near or familiar to the speaker. What does the word of God say? My sheep hear my voice and they know my voice. And they come to me. Those in need, everything he's talking about, if you're thirsty, if you have no money, if you have this and that, come to me. Those in need, and I will give to you freely. But it requires me and you coming to him. Not turning on the TV, not making a phone call, not going and looking and searching everywhere else, but coming directly to him. Because he is near me and you. Whatever we're going through today, are we willing to come to him? Let's look at Exodus chapter 1. I'm sorry, not Exodus chapter 1. I believe it was... One second here. Patience, patience. 17 chapter 1. <laughs> Exodus chapter 17, verse 1 through 7. It says, All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with us, with thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the quarreling of the people of Israel, and because they tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord among us or not? This was God showing them, yes, I am among you. And even though they were quarreling, but yet God still showed them because they came and they sought, maybe not in the right way, but God still was faithful to let them know, I am with you. Because that water that came from the rock, they thirsted. And he satisfied that thirst in the physical, but showed them through it spiritually. And many times, there may be times in our life, we might not always have the right attitude. But even in that bad attitude, isn't it amazing that we could still come to the Lord? Praise God for that. How many of us been there? <laughs> right? Amen. I, I don't know how many times I've had a bad attitude, but I thank the Lord that in that bad attitude, I could still come to him. <laughs> and he still reminds me, yeah, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. No matter how bad or stinking attitudes you got today, I still love you. <laughs> oh, I thank God for that story. But let's look at another one here in the New Testament, John chapter 4, verse 
verse 13 to 14. See, they got a physical water. And we yes, we love the physical water, right? Thankful for this water I got here right now. But how many of us know that we need more in a spiritual walk? And I thank God for that spiritual water that only Christ can give, because right here in verse, John chapter 4, verse 13 through 14, he says, no one has ascended into heaven. Oh, I'm sorry. Chapter 4, verse 13 through 14. That's a good one, too, though. Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. Talking about that physical water, as we just read, as the children of Israel drank. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Amen. See, that is the water that Christ gives. He gives that eternal water, that life-giving spirit, the Holy Spirit. So even in our time of, of weakness, in, in our time that we, Lord, I can't do this anymore, but just knowing God, you are faithful, and it is his strength, it is his peace, and it is his comfort, because how many of us know that we need to be refreshed, we need to be strengthened? How many of us are in that place today? Lord, I need to be strengthened. I need to be refreshed, Lord God. There are fear. There are doubts. There are realities that are hitting home that are, that are affecting us physically and mentally and emotionally. But Lord, I know that in you I have life. But he says, come. Come to Jesus. Jesus says, I will give you that water. Look in John chapter 7, just a couple of chapters over. Verse 37, he says, on the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. But we know today that Jesus has been glorified. And because we believe in him today, he has given us his Holy Spirit he has given us life in him, but all he says is, but if you're thirsty, then come to me. And this is what we're doing today. We are coming to the Lord Jesus Christ because we thirst. And in that, he says, and until he was glorified, they would fully understand this. See, when we come to the Lord Jesus Christ, we recognize and acknowledge, Lord, yes, you died for my sins, but you're no longer on that cross. You rose again on the third day. So therefore, I have the resurrection power living in me today. We have the resurrection power living in us today because the Bible says that the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the grave lives in us and will raise us up also on that last day. And when we come to the Lord, we are reminded of this. We are reminded that we are no longer dry. We are no longer in a weary place, but we have the living water in the desert, in the valley, on the mountaintop. No matter where we're at, we have the living water if we're willing to come to the Lord Jesus Christ right where we're at. 
And we can come to him and we can be refreshed in him and strengthen him. And what was dead, what was weary, what was tired, he can raise up in the power of his Holy Spirit just as he rose Christ from the grave because he lives in me and you. That's why it's so important that we come to him. But are we willing to come to him? And do we believe this this morning? Because he says, all you, for all those who believe in me. We're here today because we believe in him today. We're joining here today because we believe in him today. So therefore, since we believe in him, we have life in him. And we are strengthened. We are encouraged. And we can know, Lord God, you are near me today. Now he doesn't seem so far off. Now he doesn't seem so far away because we recognize by his spirit, Lord, you are with me. And your word says you will never leave me and you will never forsake me. And let's go to Revelation chapter 22. Verse 17. He says, the spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty, come. And let the one who desires take the water of life without price. Talking about that everlasting life. But what's required of me and you is to come. To come to him. No matter where you're at, no matter what's going on, if he feels far away, come to him. Look to him. Seek him. And if all you can do is just cry out, Jesus, that's all we need because we believe in him. He is faithful. He is near you. He is near us. He is not far off. But we must come to him recognizing, Lord, I recognize your voice. You are my shepherd, my Lord, my master, my king. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 2. So he says, why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which does not satisfy why do you go everywhere else and look everywhere else except to me, except to Jesus? He's telling them, why do you want to go pay for it? You know, it's amazing. Many times in the world we live in a day, we get something for free. We get something at a discount. But because it's not the name brand and because maybe it's not what how we want it, we're willing to go pay a lot more for it, even though it was free or on a discount for us. Because many times we feel that if, well, if I don't pay enough for it, then it doesn't have a value to me. And don't get me wrong. There are things, yes, we need to buy and you're going to pay a little bit more, but you're going to get a better quality. Don't get me wrong. Labor, clothes, different things. There's, there's definitely things for that. But many times we become so accustomed to it because we just feel that something this cheap or this, that this really doesn't have a value. Well, can it really be all that? 
And many times we do this with the Lord. Sometimes we feel it's just not enough, but it is. Just because it didn't cost me and you, it cost God everything. It cost him his son, Jesus. He suffered and died for me and you. He gave his life willingly for me and you. He gave up all the fame and all the things of this world for me and you, for this world today. Yes. It is the quality that we have in Jesus. Not how much we have, but all that we already have in him. But see, our mind can't always comprehend that. We are so focused. This is just humanity. I'm just as guilty as anyone else. But this is why we need to come to the Lord, because as we come to the Lord, as we're here today, this is where we're reminded, no, God, I have all that I need in you. Why am I searching here? Why am I seeking here? Why am I looking at this person and that person in this way and that? Why am I doing these things? But we're only reminded when we're willing to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. As we draw close to him, we start to recognize all these things. And all of a sudden, it just makes sense. But thank God we can come to a place and say, Lord, forgive us. Forgive me, Lord, for not coming to you first, Lord. Because I do value all that you are. Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live and I will make with you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Look at a couple of things he says here, though. He says, listen diligently. See, when we come to him, are we willing to listen diligently? Diligently is putting your all into it, having to fight through it and recognize, Lord, I am going to listen because, Lord, I have all these other thoughts. I'm listening to so many other things, but, Lord, I'm diligently, I'm going to press. I'm Right now, I'm just going to stand, Lord. I got to hear this, Lord. I got to hear you, God. And I'm going to press in your word. I'm going to read that scripture over and over and over again diligently until you reveal it to my heart. And it is greater than anything else and the fears in this world. And no matter what anybody else says or what I see or how I feel or how I even think, Lord God, diligently, I'm going to listen to you, Lord. And because of that, he says, diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. You will eat and you can delight yourself when you recognize, Lord God, because I'm listening diligently, I'm able to enjoy the benefits of your word, the blessings of God, the peace of God, the strength of God, the word of God, the life that God gives me in you. But am I willing to listen diligently? 
because it's going to take some fight. It's going to take some discipline. It's going to take some getting your feet planted and saying, Lord, I ain't going anywhere. I'm going to listen diligently, Lord God, until I'm eating that good food, until I'm delighting myself in that rich food, Lord God. Oh, because food tastes so much better, Lord God, when I know it's coming from you. He says, incline your ear and come to me. Say, Lord, I'm listening for you, Lord God. It's like getting home and you don't know who's home and all of a sudden you're inclining your ear, you're listening, who's here? Who's around here today? See, we can do that with God and incline our ear. Lord, I know you're near. I know you're here, God. I'm inclining my ear. I want to hear you, Lord God. That's what we're here doing this morning. We are here saying, Lord, we want to hear you, Lord. We know you're here. We know you're near. So we're here to hear you this morning, God. He says, and come to me. Oh, Lord, we're here today. We come to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you this morning because we are inclining our ears. And what does he say? Hear that you may live. So if we're willing to hear, then that means we can live in him because we're recognized and reminded, Lord, I got life in you. The living waters. I have that life-giving Holy Spirit in me today. So I can live, no matter how deprived or how low my soul may feel, I got to get to a place that says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Praise his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Lord, I got to remember all that you've done for me, Lord. But I got to put this soul in check because I am diligently listening for the Lord, hearing the word of God and recognizing and know that we have life in Christ today. Because you are near. You are near me. You are near us. You are near everyone in this world today. You are not a God that is far off, but you are a God that is near. Thank you, Lord, that you are near us this morning because we are willing to hear and because we are willing to hear, we recognize and we are living today. Because how many of us know? We are living proof that God is alive. I would not be standing here today. You would not be here today. We would not be here today if it wasn't for the life of Christ. I may be alive, but it doesn't mean I'd be living. Because there is a difference. It's to live that Zoe life, that full life, that whole and complete life in rest and peace with God. Recognizing, Lord God, this is not all there is. Lord, there is more to this. There is eternal life in you. So I thank you, Lord, that I have that peace, that we have that peace today. And Lord, for all those today that don't know you, they can have that peace if they're willing to turn to you and come to you, Lord. And that is our prayer, Lord, let them come to you. But also, Lord God, let us continually come to you as well. 
And he says, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. We are reminded of the promise that we have in Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Because we are willing to come to him and remember who our God is. Who our Lord is. The one to whom we belong to. He's talking to Israel. A people that was far away but letting them know, no. He is not far away but it's up to you to come to him. He's talking to us today as believers. It is up to us to come to him. He's talking to unbelievers today. It's us to us up to us to come to him. He's talking to backsliders today. It's up to us to come to him. To those in doubt and fear and anxiety, it's up to us to come to him continually. And to drink from those waters of living of life. But he goes into verse six and he says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. To seek is to go to, to search for, to look for, to try to discover, to ask for. Are we willing to seek out the Lord within our hearts and in our lives today? Because Lord, I know you are to be found in every situation, in every circumstance, and everywhere we're at today, Lord God. Because he says to call on him while he is near. To be near is at within or short distance or time in a close or intimate manner. Recognizing, Lord, as I seek you, I recognize, Lord, you are near. You're near us today. As we seek the Lord this morning, let us remember that he is near us today. For every prayer that we pray today, that he is near to them today. Being encouraged, Lord God, you are near. Verse 7 says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon giving up our ways and our understanding and recognizing, Lord God, I don't know it all. I don't understand it all, Lord God, but you do. Daniel tells him in chapter 12, verse 8, 9, he says, Lord, I don't understand this. But instead of God answering him, he says, just go your way, Daniel. Everything that has been said has been sealed up for a time. But you, Daniel, go your way. And there are times and walks in our lives at the Lord that there's times, Lord, I don't understand. He says, yes, I know. But you keep going your way and trust me because I do. So we can have peace in knowing, God, I may not understand this, but Lord, I know you do. Verse 10 and 11 says, for as the rain and the snow come, I'm sorry, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. 
God speaks with a purpose and a plan. He just doesn't speak to speak. He speaks with a purpose and a plan. He gives life when he speaks. The word of God, there is life when he speaks. The word of God is living and active. And not only that, does he have a purpose and a plan, but when he speaks it, he does all that is needed to accomplish it. Look at Psalm 1830. He said, this God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. See, the word of God proves true. It is tested. It is approved. It's God's word is faithful. And we see the word of God in all of his faithfulness in Jesus Christ because the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the very fulfillment of his word, and Jesus did not return back void, but he accomplished the purpose for which God the Father sent him to do, and that was to die for the sins of the world. And as Jesus was on that cross, he says, it is finished. Jesus accomplished the word. Jesus is the very word. He is the very purpose, the very plan of God. The very example of God's faithfulness through his word, because he had promised to send a Messiah, a savior of the world. And this is our savior today. Verse 11 through 12 says, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the things for which I sent it. He has a purpose and a plan. And I miss one verse. His thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. They are higher than ours. See, one of the things we have to have peace with is coming to the Lord, seeking him, being reminded, Lord, you are near me. You are with me, God. But it's in that place that we have to also come that place, Lord. So I'm going to lay down my understanding and all that I know and how I feel. I'm going to just lay that down right now, Father, because I'm going to trust you because I recognize your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. They are higher than mine. I don't understand how the rain and the snow and all these things, Lord God, but Lord, you do. So with this, Lord, thank you for strengthening me to help me to continue to trust me, be, to trust you, Lord God, because in this walk, I'm going to know that you are near, Father God. I'm going to know, Lord Jesus, that you are near and we can know today, though we don't understand it all, but his thoughts and his ways are higher than ours. And Lord, is you know all these things and how they function, how they work. We're going to trust you, Lord God. And through the prayer, Lord God, we're going to trust you, Lord Jesus, because we know that you know the thoughts, you know your ways, and you know the plan and the purpose, and you've given life to accomplish it. So we're going to trust you through it, Lord God. And as we trust you through it, we thank you that we can have joy. Because in verse 12 to 13, he says, For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. 
The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. And it reminds me of Simon in that temple. He says, Lord, now I can depart in peace because my eyes have seen the Savior. And me and you can rejoice today because we have seen the Savior. We know the Savior today. And our prayer is that today many will come to know the Savior, Jesus Christ, as their own Savior. And because you know him as Savior today, because we know him as Savior today, you can call upon him because you know he's near. Let's look at Psalm 34. As we prepare to close up this morning, as we prepare to pray. Psalm 34, chapter, um, chapter 34, verse 17 through 19 says, When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. No matter where you're at today, no matter where we're at today, we can call upon the Lord and know that he hears us and delivers us. Because we have been delivered in Jesus Christ. And our faith and our peace can continue to be in him and be encouraged that he hears you. He hears us. So as we pray this morning, we can know that he hears us. If you're brokenhearted, if you're weary, if you're sick, if you're just overwhelmed or whatever it is, or you're just on that high mountain, thank you, Lord. And you've just seen so much that he has done and the Lord is just speaking to you. We can still cry out to him, especially for those today that are hurting. But it's going to take some work. We're going to need to continue to trust him. But we're going to close up with these scriptures in James chapter 5. Verse 7 through 8 says, Be patient, therefore, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. And in some translations, it'll say for the coming of the Lord is near. Luke chapter 21, verse 28. Now, when these things began to take place, straighten up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. One of the things we must understand, brothers and sisters in Christ, saints of God, is that Jesus is coming back. 
And it's us to us to stand in that relationship, knowing that Christ is near. Because not only is he near me and you, and near this world, but his return is near. And in coming to him, we are able to have peace and joy and comfort, not fear, not doubts, but comfort in knowing, Lord, you are near. You're coming back. And in Revelation chapter 20, verse 22, I'm sorry, 22, 20. He who testifies to these things says, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Because that's what it's all about. Because even though he seems so far away, he is not far. He is near. And it's in that place that we come to recognize, Lord, you're near me. Thank you, Lord. You're with me. You live in me. That he prepares our hearts to be ready for his soon coming back. Because his coming is near. And James 4.8 says, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. You want to feel, you want to feel close to Christ? You want to know Christ is near you? It's going to take us coming near to him. It's going to take us coming to him. Because as an unbeliever, he draws the unbeliever. But as a believer, he says, no, you come near to me and I will come near to you. But what he's really saying is he's not far away, never far away. It's us that needs to come close to him so we can recognize how close he is to us. Because there can never be another relationship in our hearts and in our lives that could ever be more intimate than the relationship we have with Christ Jesus. Because who else can know our hearts as much as he does and still love us? Who else can know the pain and the sorrow that we, that we have? Who else can know the fears and the doubts and the things that go within our minds and in our hearts except Christ Jesus? And love us so much to have so much patience and so much love for us to bring us through. So this morning as we pray, just know he is near. He is near you. He is near us and his return is near. So this morning we're going to pray. If you'd like to join us, we'll be here in the church. Feel free just to come take a seat. If you're joining us from home, we encourage you to take that time to pray. We will be praying here today. I'm going to leave the stream on for a little bit longer. If you like, you have prayer requests, feel free to put them here up on the chat board. Pray for one another. 
Pray for those around you. We will take a look in a bit as well, and we will lift these prayers up with prayer requests this day. So I will leave this stream up at least for another 10, 15 minutes after as we start to pray this morning. And we will be praying this morning for all the needs. Amen. And this is our service this morning as we're coming to the Lord in prayer and seeking him. We need him. And just know that the Lord is near you. He is near. He is near. Come, Lord Jesus, come. This morning, we're going to be lifting up Pastor Pat in prayer. We'll be lifting up the Galindos in prayer. We'll be lifting up the Jacksons in prayer. Brother Richard and Sister Cindy, all of you here on the chat and joining us today and our brothers and sisters. But what we want to also do this morning as we prepare to pray this morning and we pray here and you pray at home, we do want to lift up our sister Yolanda here from church. Um, I just found out, we just found out this morning, her husband passed away this morning. So we're going to pray for comfort for the family this morning. Prayer in that as well. And we thank the Lord that he is near them and that he can comfort them and bring them through. And we'll just continue to pray and seek the Lord. Amen. But yes, continue to keep putting your prayer requests up here as well. And uh, but we're going to pray all together on this stream for uh, for um, for uh, the Pacheco family. <clears throat> and we're also going to be praying for one another this morning. Amen. But yes, continue to put up your prayer requests up here. And we are going to pray this morning. Amen. Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord God. Oh, we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor, Lord Jesus. We just worship you, Father God, and we glorify your holy name, Lord Jesus. We just thank you, Father God, for there is no other like you, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving us so much, Lord. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning and we thank you, Lord, for that great love. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the joy within our hearts of being reminded this morning, Lord God, that, Lord, you are not far off, but you are always near, Lord. You are near to the brokenhearted. You are near to the lost. You are near to the sick. You are near, Lord Jesus, to all those that are hurting, Lord. You are near to those, Father God, that are working on the front lines and that are working today and going out there day in, day out, Lord God. You are near, Lord Jesus, to us as a people, my God. But, Lord, it's only when we can come to that place that we recognize, acknowledge you and are come to you, Lord, that we recognize just how near you are. And Lord, as a believer in you, Lord Jesus, as a follower, as a disciple, as a, a child of God this morning, Lord, we come to you, Lord. Recognizing not only you're near us, but you're in us, you live in us. We are your temple, Lord. We are your people. But in that, we're reminded, Lord God, just how near you are, because, Lord, we recognize and acknowledge you are coming back, Lord Jesus. Your return is soon. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning, Lord God. Lord, with hearts of gratitude and hearts of thankfulness, thanking you, Lord God, that we are able to come to you this morning to seek you. Because, Lord, there were so many things going on today, so many things we just don't understand. But, Lord God, we believe that you do and know that you do, Lord. 
We thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus, for the life that we have in you. We thank you for raising us up by your Holy Spirit, my God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, my God, Lord, as Father God, Lord, we know that you are with us, oh God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that Father God, Lord, you have, Father, died on that cross for the world, my God. That whoever believes in you shall not perish, but have everlasting life in you, Lord God. But not just of the eternal life for when we die, but Lord God, for the eternal life that we have today. That full life, Lord God, that whole and complete life, Father God, that we can have today. That rest assuredness, that peace today, Lord God. That Lord, Father God, no money, nothing in this world, no one in this world could ever satisfy or give to us. Only you, Lord Jesus. Because, Lord, only you can give us the peace that we have within our hearts today of knowing you, Lord. Thank you that you are near us, Father. Thank you that you are near, Lord Jesus. And, Father, today, Lord God, thank you that you are near, Lord Jesus, everyone today, especially all those today that we will pray for, Lord. Father, we lift up, Father God, our sister, Father Yolanda. We lift up the family today, Lord Jesus. And we ask you for peace and comfort, Lord. In this time, Lord Jesus, Father God of loss, in this time of mourning, in this time of grief, Father God, we ask you for your peace, Lord Jesus. We ask you, Father Lord, for unity within the family. We ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, to let them know just how near you are, my God. Father God, Lord, through the hurt, through the pain, through Father God, Lord Jesus, the loss of the tears, my God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord God, that they would know how near you are to them, Father God, and that, Lord, that you would just comfort them in this time that you would give them the wisdom and the guidance and the direction that they need, Lord Jesus, Father, for decisions and things that are needed to be done, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you this morning, Lord God, that we're able to pray, that we're able to seek you, that we're able to come to you, Lord God. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you to lead us and guide us in prayer today, Father. Lead us and guide us, Lord Jesus, in everything and everyone that we pray for this morning, Lord God. Father, we come to you this morning and we thank you, Lord, for your peace, for your comfort, for your strength, Lord Jesus. We love you. We glorify you, Lord. And we just thank you this morning, Lord Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for we know that you are near. And we come to you this morning, Father. Oh, we just thank you this morning, Lord Jesus. We thank you this morning. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor, Father. Oh, we just worship you this morning, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you are near us this morning. Just know that he is near you there at home. He is near us today and we are going to pray this morning. So I will continue to leave up this chat a little bit longer. I do see all the prayer requests and we will be praying for your brother, Sister Rosalind. We'll keep your sister-in-law in prayer, Brother Gabriel. Uh, we will pray for Mike and the wife, Dee Dee. They have COVID and their four adopted little ones for protection from the virus, yes. Christine, we will pray for your family. 
it will keep you safe where you're at work and also praying for yes your family sister Josie and yes everyone fighting that COVID right now and illness and depression and anxiety and yes we'll pray for the New Living Way Church family as well to be safe and healthy in the name of Jesus amen so thank you for that I will leave it up a little bit longer so feel free to put them on there if not just feel free to take that time to pray you know pray for those around you you know bring the family together in prayer whoever's there with you just pray together said we'll be here for a while and uh just let's seek the lord together amen let's continue to pray god bless you everyone and again thank you for joining us online this morning we'll be here from about 10 30 to 12 o'clock today in prayer lifting up the prayer requests everything we see here online um, yes, we did see yours there too, Sister um, Amber, returning to work on Wednesday and uh, just believing that the Lord is going to lead you and guide you and he's brought you out of that disability. So this morning, we just encourage you to pray. Just take this time, just recognizing how, how near the Lord is. And that's what we're doing here as well this morning. And this is our service this morning unto the Lord this morning, just coming together and seeking him, coming to him. Amen. Because he's the only one that can really, you know, Bring us through this because we don't understand everything, but we know he does. And we can have peace today knowing, Lord God, thank you that my your thoughts are not our thoughts. Your ways are not our ways, but they're higher than ours. Amen. So thank you, Jesus. And thank you for joining us this morning. God bless you.